Welcome, welcome back to the QC Hornets Nest, the podcast powered by the Charlotte Observer. I'm your host and resident beat writer, Rod Boone. This is your place to get all the latest buzz, news, and nuggets on the Charlotte Hornets. I'll be telling you stories other shows won't and give you inside access other shows can't. This week's ep, we put a bow in the season and give some insight into what the players said in their exit interviews following the regular season finale. And also, look ahead to key upcoming dates in the offseason this summer. So you ready? Okay, let's go. Let's get it. Well, as I wrote at The Observer, mercifully, it's over. The Hornet season has come to an end, and they finish with a 27-55 and 55 record, which places them second to last in the Eastern Conference, only above the Detroit Pistons. That record also places them fourth overall, which, as many of you know, that gives them the 12.5% odds to land the number one pick in the upcoming draft in June. Houston, San Antonio, and Detroit each have a 14% chance of landing the number one overall pick. So this is one of those drafts that they're going to have so much interest because of the hype surrounding Victor Wembanyama that's been there for over a year when the NBA is putting his games on his app to show fans. That tells you the excitement level that even the league has for such a player of his skill set. And also knowing that he could be an international star for them and be a really big drawing card. So whoever gets the rights to draft him will be sitting pretty in a couple of months here. But in the meantime, the Horns have some business to take care of before they even get to that point. I mean, obviously the draft will come before free agency. We'll talk about the look ahead a little bit later on about the offseason and, and what to expect. But the first thing is the Hornets have to acknowledge, as they did when I talked to them at exit interviews on Monday, about the playoffs and the drought that they had. You know, Now the Kings have ended their drought. The Hornets are on the clock. They have a seven-year playoff drop, which is the longest in the NBA. And they all acknowledge when I asked them about it that it's it's time to end that drought next year. And there really is, is no excuses uh, not for them to be able to do it. Um, this year, injuries, they thought maybe it could be the year they can do it, but injuries victimize them. So next season, they're going to have to come out here and make amends and find a way to get it done. Because, uh, you know, when you come in here and, and, and guys are making the big bucks, you, you have to produce at some point. And, you know, seven years is a long time. And for the guys like Gordon Haywood, uh, Terry Rozier, and even throw Lamelo Ball up in there, uh, it's been too long for them to not make the playoffs. So, it, and with that said, 
for them to be able to be a playoff team, you have to be able to obviously rebuild your roster. And the Hornets have a few free agents, as we know, coming up. A couple of really key ones. And during extra interviews, they were asked by myself and others uh, about their thought process as a free agent and if they wanted to come back. So going to give you a little bit of their thoughts in their own words here so you guys can actually hear what they had to say about this. Uh, the first pr person was Dennis Bibb Jr. I actually asked him about it um, to kind of see where he's at, even though I know how much he enjoys playing in Charlotte. Anybody who's read my stuff this season with him knows how much he enjoys playing here for Coach Clifford. So with that being the case, here's Dennis Smith Jr. on his future and what he hopes it will bring. I would love to. I would love to. Like I always say, man, uh, or like I always been telling everybody, especially you this year, right? Uh, I just, I rock with Coach. You know, I love Coach. And, you know, if there's a chance where I get to make sure I stay playing for a guy like that, that's what I want to do. All right. Well, as you can tell by Dennis Smith Jr.'s thoughts there, um, you know, he, again, he wants to come back. And it's pretty much what was echoed by the next person who was P.J. Washington. Um, he was asked by somebody what he thought about his upcoming status as a free agent. And this is what P.J. had to say about that. Um, I definitely want to be here in Charlotte. I mean, this is like home to me now, so um, this is where I want to be. Um, I haven't really thought about being anywhere else. Why is that, PJ? Why is that? Um, everybody's here. My family's here. Um, my kids are here. This is like a home to me now, so this is exactly where I want to be. I love playing for the Hornets, so this is what I want to do. I don't know about you, but it sounds pretty convincing to me that he wants to return and to be expected. As he said, he's comfortable here with his family. Uh, you know, I've covered PJ the entire time he's been here with the Hornets. And, you know, you can tell that he's one of those homegrown players who wants to be around. He has guys on the team who he enjoys. enjoys. Um, he likes living in Charlotte. So no surprise there for PJ. We'll see if that can happen because obviously as a restricted free agent, he can go out there and get an offer sheet it's up to the horse to, to match it, and that's what he want to do. So we'll see how that goes. Next person was Kelly Oubre Jr. Again, anybody who's read my stuff knows what Kelly feels, uh, how he feels about the city organization and his teammates. And he was asked about that specifically. Um, I follow up to make sure it was definitely yes, which he did say yes, but this is actually. Uh, this is a question that was not asked by me, but this is what Kelly had to say about his status as a free agent and whether or not he wanted to come back. I don't mean a lot. You know, uh, my family loves it here. I love it here. Um, you know, I love the organization, the city, uh, my teammates. So it would mean a lot to me for sure. Um, but I just want to be somewhere where I'm loved and I'm wanted. You know, as much as I love you guys, like, I have to know that y'all love me back. <laughs> as simple as that. So um, it's just one of those things, man, where you hate the business side of it because we're all humans at the end of the day. But 
like, uh, you know, I'm I'm a journeyman. Like, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and then I moved to Houston, Texas in 2005. Then my senior year in high school, I moved to Vegas. And after that year, I went to Kansas, and then I went to D.C., and then all this stuff. I can keep going on the line, but, like, I've never had – I don't even have a home. Like, I don't have a place where I can call home. So that's all I'm looking for. To, like, talk about, like, that business side, like, you know, all the pieces have to – all the pieces have to uh, fit on the puzzle, you know, like the draft is coming up and um, free agency, you know, a lot of things. I'm not the only free agent on the team. So um, as much as, you know, we would want to speak on it, like I, I just can only pray and just hope that everything falls together so we can keep this this band together. Yeah, you mentioned you, you want to be here. Obviously, it's not up to you per se. You kind of work out the right way. But if, it's, if you had your, your choice, would you want to stay here? I guess it's impossible. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, Kelly made it three for three, as you guys heard. It's going to be up to the front office, obviously, to figure out a way to make it happen and see if they want to bring them all back. But you can tell that there's a brotherhood with this team, and they definitely want to see if they can come back together at a piece here or there and, and figure it out. And one of those players who supposed to come back healthy next year is LaMelo Ball. We got a chance to speak to him as well to kind of gauge where he was at and how he was feeling about things. And he was asked about the importance of winning and, you know, whether or not it's important for the Hornets to actually, you know, put a team around him now to kind of allow him to be able to really want to stay here long term. And, you know, LaMelo was kind of man a few words on Monday. You know, he, he didn't have a lot to say. I think he said his piece to us about a month or so ago. You know, sometimes he doesn't like, uh, you know, going up and doing podium interviews. So when we spoke to him on Monday and he was asked about it, this is what he had to say about the importance of winning. You know, Cliff earlier was asked about it and he said, you know, it's critical that we start winning, you know, to, to kind of keep you around because right. you're still around. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, for sure, definitely. I mean, main thing is winning. So life is better when you win. So, yeah, pretty much the main thing is definitely winning. That tells you again, again, it's short and succinct, but here in the Mellow Bar, there explains just where the Hornets are at. As I said earlier, they're on the clock. It's, it's imperative for them to get this thing turned around ASAP and make sure that long-term this franchise is able to do what they want to do to keep LaMelo Ball, build around them, and kind of keep moving forward here. So it's going to be a much different offseason, let's just say, this year for the Hornets than it was last year when they didn't have much movement going on because of the what was going on with Miles Bridges. So we'll get to that at some point with another podcast. But again, as I wrote at The Observer, uh, following one of these extra interviews, the Hornets are on the clock. Playoffs especially, because that will help solve the winning issues they've had and will help keep the mellow ball around. That's the key now is to do whatever they can to make sure they keep him happy and start winning some games to make the fans really get behind a product that 
despite all the injuries they've had, was able to muster 16 sellouts this season, which is the most since pro basketball returned to Charlotte in 2004-05. So after digesting all of that, now the last thing to do is to look ahead to the offseason and the key dates that you have to pay attention to, especially if you're a Hornets fan. The first is the NBA deadline for early entries. If you're a college, you know, a student um, trying to get into your draft eligibility, it's April 23rd. That's the first date. The main date that if you're a Hornets fan, a Pistons fan, Spurs fan, Rockets fan, whoever, Portland, whoever you want to throw up in there, those top uh, five, six teams, the next important date for really all those teams is May 16th. That's when the NBA draft lottery will take place uh, after the NBA scouting combine in Chicago. Then the NBA draft is scheduled for June 22nd. After the draft, that's when it gets really hot and heavy because free agency begins June 30th. That's technically when teams can begin negotiating with free agents at 6 p.m. Eastern time on June 30th. Then Summer League is another one of those times where you have a lot of action going on with the rookies coming in and playing. There obviously be a lot of interest with Victor Wimbayama wherever he'll be. And you also have players coming in there to kind of not only watch, but uh, sign contracts and get around their team uh, executives who are in Las Vegas. So that's from July 7th through the 17th. So those are the main dates right now. Well, so there you have it. Thanks so much to you, the listeners, for joining me for this latest episode of QC Hornets Nest. And all season long, I'm Rod Boone. For more Hunters content, including a rundown of GMS Cup Check's end of season availability, check out charlotteobserver.com. And for special sub-offer to gain full access, click the link in my stories where it says, support my work with a digital subscription. All right. Until next time, we out.